Well, it's Tuesday night. I'm Rick Dancer, and you're not. <laughs> you're probably thanking yourself for that, aren't you? Yes, I have my new Christmas sweater on. Look at that. That's my new Christmas sweater. Uh-huh. And I had three ladies in town today walk by me and say how beautiful they thought my sweater was, Kim. I did notice that, actually. Yeah. It does stand out when you're usually wearing not such a nice sweater. So it's... Well, and here's the thing I just want to tell people right off the top here to explain that this sweater, I got this at Costco for like 20 bucks. And then I was yeah. at Macy's yesterday and they had the one that doesn't even zip. And it was 80. <laughs> wow. You got the one that no. zips for that at Costco. Telling you. I'm not kidding. Okay. You get out of here. You're not supposed to be up yet, but I wanted... Oh, sorry. To I just wanted to do this. So anyway, so Kim Stark's going to be here in a minute. Sarah Keepers from Elements Health Club. We're going to show you some, some transformations at the gym and things going on. Bill London will be here in a second with the news. And then later on, Kathy and I are going to take you to the Crane, Crystal Crane Hot Springs over by um, Burns, Oregon. It's such a fun place. I'm just trying to give you some ideas for the holiday and that kind of thing. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Chris Dental, Family Dentistry. You're looking for a place to go. You're looking for a dentist. You want a dentist who cares about your health more than he does your vaccination status. That's the man to go to. Um, he is my dentist. He's also one of my dearest friends and he's a good guy. So uh, we recommend him highly. Also want to thank Bucks Sanitary Service. They've been with us forever and we love Bucks. If you're having a wedding, you're having anything like that, they have really nice restrooms they can bring out. They have showers if you're having people stay over. Um, all kinds of stuff. And then they have the regular old, uh, well, you know, porta potties, <laughs> but they're one of our sponsors as well. And then we want to also talk about, uh, Chris Dental. We're looking for someone, uh, who has one of their front teeth damaged, uh, that he could redo for Christmas for you. So if you have that, go to Rick at rickdancer.com, send me an email and, uh, send me a picture. And we're looking for somebody. Somebody sent one last night and it might work, but we're still always looking for more. He wants to do that for somebody for Christmas. And then Rosa Realty is doing a great thing. And let me see if I still have. Oh, I don't think I have that in there. I put it on there. Go to leads at Rosa Realty Real And you can nominate a business of your choice that you think uh, could really use uh, some some love. Uh, Derek and his crew are going to give some love and then we're going to do a free show for that business in January on Rosa Realty. So uh, that's what they're going to get if you know of a business. So just write them, tell them why they should win and we'll go from there. So let's kick this off and get uh, our open and then we'll get to Bill London and find out what kind of trouble he's causing with this. That's what I understand. From the 1120 AM and 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios, I'm Bill London. And look at you. Sarah, look at that introduction. Isn't Rick you such a charmer? Bring the lion out. We had a sketch artist do a drawing. Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have... Music therapy has been shown to release... It's time now for Rick. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun? that you get to comment on the news. There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun. Now it's time to get real. Said so now it's time to get real. I mean, really real. It's a big dose of really real real with Rick. I'll see you at five.
Good evening from News Radio 1120 and 93.7 FM, KPNW. I'm Bill London. You can call me Gunter. Feel free. Yeah. Well, today is National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, and because of that, you will notice flags around the state are flying at half-mast. It's hard to believe, but at one point during World War II, 16 million individuals were serving our country, fighting for freedom. And today, under three-quarters of a million are left. So for those that might be watching this that went out and fought for essentially the freedom of the world, thank you. Thank you for the job that you did. Truly the greatest generation. Well, we'll start off with weather today, and that is that uh, good news if you're a skier because snow levels are expected to fall to pass levels later on this week, and the result could be potentially up to a foot of new snow in ski areas in the Cascades. And that could also impact, of course, the passes in, believe it or not, the coast range between the Willamette Valley and the coast. We're looking at a cold front that is moving in from the Gulf of Alaska and is expected to arrive Wednesday. It'll bring a quick shot of precipitation with it, according to the National Weather Service, dropping the snow level to about 2,500 feet midday on Wednesday. And Thursday morning, we can expect the snow levels to actually drop down to about 1,900 feet. Again, good news if you happen to be a skier or somebody that's just concerned about snowpack. Well, a former Oregon official who was tasked with fielding harassment complaints in the state capitol before abruptly resigning earlier this year says he was pushed out for revealing flaws in the legislative equity office and now he's threatening a lawsuit. Attorneys for Nate Munson, the former legislative equity officer, filed a tort claim Monday. In 2019, lawmakers agreed to create a new equity office tasked with accepting complaints, kickstarting investigations by outside attorneys, and offering process counseling to help people who'd been subjected to improper treatment understand their options. He said when he first arrived at the office, the office was empty except for a half-eaten bag of chips on the floor and a post-it note with some messages about complaints written on it. And he also was suing because he was a whistleblower and felt that his job was threatened because of that. Citizens for a Greater Idaho pushing to get their measure on ballots for next year's election. And this week, they are delivering petition signatures to two more counties. Today, they delivered those to Douglas County. President Mike McCarter submits the signatures or submitted them today to the county clerk in Douglas County to put the movement on the ballot. They have about 3,700 signatures, which is about 1,000 more than required. The advisory question about the movement was actually put on the Douglas County ballot in November of last year and 57% of voters said no, but another 26,000 people said yes. The measure has been passed in eight counties around Oregon so far, and there's active petitions in four others. McCarter says that there's a lot of frustrated people in rural Oregon, and he says that Oregon Senator Lynn Findlay has agreed to take the discussion to the Oregon legislature. He says some Idaho representatives are also preparing to send a letter to the Oregon legislature about discussing the issue. McCarter says he doesn't want the Oregon legislature to look at it as a secession vote. He says he hopes they look at it like, quote, you've got a problem with rural Oregon and now you have a choice, deal with it or not deal with it. And if you don't want to deal with it, then let us go. McCarter held an event at the Douglas County Courthouse this morning. 
He's going to do the same thing in Klamath Falls or Klamath County coming up on Thursday. Well, once again, as I like to say, you know, there's the tool, the two most common uh, lies. The check is in the mail and I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Well, this is a story where you get a twofer. The Oregon Housing and Community Service Department. Now, that's the department that is supposed to be sending out almost $300 million in federal money to renters who need help because of the pandemic, essentially pay off their rents. And if you've been following the story, they have been way, way behind and woefully deficient in getting those checks out. Well, it turns out that hundreds of renters who were approved for federal funding and received finally checks from Oregon Housing and Community Services were given bad checks. It's unclear exactly how many were in the batch, but according to a spokesman, right now they have about 295 checks that they know of that haven't been cashed. The department says they're working to get in touch with those people. More on that in a second. And according to a press release, and remember, Oregon officials actually don't take questions from the public or the media. They only send out their press releases, which are spun to essentially make themselves not look as bad. Anyway, in the press release, they said there was an accounting issue with a batch of checks. 295 is more than a batch. Anyway, the checks were missing a digit from the routing number that supposedly were still able to be cashed. They say that they're reaching out to the affected tenants and landlords individually with information on how to cash the check or get it reissued if needed. They say that many people were able to cash the checks if the bank verified it through positive pay, which is a process. And they say, we regret any inconvenience. Okay, so let's talk about the inconvenience. One individual is reported to having been approved in July for several thousand dollars in rent assistance. The check never arrived until mid-November and it was sent to the landlord. The landlord went to deposit the check. The bank told them they couldn't do it because the routing number was incorrect. So now after waiting for months for help, they have to continue to wait. And while OHCS says it's working to contact those impacted, they have tried to contact the Oregon Housing and Community Services Department. No one has reached back out to the renter or the landlord. Yet, they were instructed to mail the check back, but they don't know if they'll ever receive a new one. Apparently, that was done by mail. The problem comes at a time when the state struggles to figure out how to get more assistance to renters and landlords as federal funding has dried up. And if you recall, we told you a couple of weeks ago that Governor Kate Brown has set a special session for next week to address the funding issue. Well, instead of addressing the funding issue, how about we address the Oregon Housing and Community Services Department issue, which has been woefully behind in getting these checks out to begin with. You file for it in July and you don't get it until mid-November. And then when you do, they don't have the right routing number on the checks. You can put as much money into it, but if you can't get the right checks out and you can't cash them, what good are they? 
State Senator Fred Girard is calling on U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, chairman of the Senate Finance Committee, to reject proposals to spy on Americans' bank accounts if they have more than $600 in it. According to Girard, Oregonians don't want their bank accounts spied on. Good observation. He said that Senator Wyden has to ensure the proposals don't make it into Wyden's blowout spending bill. He says there's better ways to enforce tax law than a dragnet operation that would lead to unnecessary audits of regular Oregonians. He says if the proposal passes, the legislature has to take immediate action to ensure that Oregonians' privacy is protected. Legislative Democrats, the Attorney General, and the Treasurer, he says, have to pledge not to enforce the extreme proposal and that Oregonians deserve better than this invasion of privacy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this look at the news has been brought to you by none other than Dr. Michael Bratland of Chris Dental. We want to thank him for his continued sponsorship. And now it is time for you to get a big old steaming, heaping slice of real with Rick. All right, thanks, Bill. Um, one idea might be that instead of our governor going to galas all over the country, um, she might stay and manage the state. I, I mean, it's just an idea. I, you know, I don't know, Kim. I just, you know, I, you know, because this keeps happening over and over again. It was what it was at the unemployment money and then DMV right. and right. it just keeps going on and on and Notice on. Notice a pattern like, here. Right. Gosh, get the poor landlords can get awards. Yeah. I mean, what about these? Yeah. So then they have a big session next week. It's like, maybe you should be taking care of that now. You know? Oh my gosh. Bill cracks me up the way he says, it. <laughs> let me think about this. Um, yeah. yeah. Poor thing. Well, that is he, so pathetic. People love Bill because he, uh, he tells it, Right, Don, because he tells it like it is. And what I love right. about that is you don't get that anywhere else. You're not going to get that kind of news coverage. Of yeah, anything. he finds a lot of it, too. I love it. So Kim is here with Elements Health yeah. Club. I am. I'm here with Elements Health Club. We're going to talk health, of course. And Sarah with Elements has a new thing she wants to start doing on Tuesdays. This is really cool. Um, we're going to talk to, hi, Sarah. We're going to talk to some of the members, Rick, that actually have seen transformations. So we'll get to see their, their photos and hopefully talk to some of them. So Sarah, tell us what you were thinking. And I know we have some photos with us, but tell us what you're thinking with this and how, how inspirational this is going to be, especially right now. I love it. Yeah. Well, Kim, I think, you know, we're just talking about doing this once a month, um, just really featuring members that have had full transformations in our club, whether it's through group fitness classes, personal one-on-one -on -one training. Um, you know, we do health coaching so I can help with nutrition and really get people having a full transformation because we, as we know, it's not just a transformation of your body, but it really does something to the entire person and to the entire way they live their life. And that's what we want to celebrate is it's not so much about the look of a transformation, but how that person's life improves. Right. I love that you're focusing on that. It's not just exercise. It's not just, you know, it's not just one thing. It's all works together, a healthy life, a lifestyle, and then p putting that as a priority, you know, once you get into that routine, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Making it a lifestyle that you can, that you can emulate when you're here with us, when you're in that safety bubble and that you can take outside of here. So one thing that we're really prideful on is that we're teaching tools that people can take with them. So they're, you know, so they're coming in, they're getting those results here, but it's, it's applicable to their day-to-day -day life. 
Tell us about one of the stories that maybe just hits home to you. And Rick might know some too. I know he's he's there in the mornings. Can you think of one that stands out, a recent story or personal? You know, I have one gal and she was one of our pictures. And I think she's going to be our first real feature um, next month. Her name is Mandy and she's lost about 130 pounds. Wow. And, um, you know, her transformation is incredible. And it's just, she's turned into this woman who is um, inspiring others and using her message and her story to help others. But it's changed every aspect of her life. You know, when she started, she said that she could barely make it up a flight of stairs without having to stop and breathe. Right. And, and just the way that she can now show up for her life, for her kids, for, um, for, her, for her job, for everything. It's really impacted everything. And she's turned into... Uh, what I like to call a fitness junkie, but in the best way, you know, she's, she's been able to get rid of those um, tools or the, I should say those things that are hindering you. Whereas, you know, people can get really obsessed and really maybe attach an unhealthy um, characteristic or unhealthy habit to health and fitness. But we are trying to help learn um, to make it a lifestyle and to make it something that is not obsessive. And it's, it's about being whole and strong and well, not a certain size or a certain number, you know, and just really addressing the whole person. There's a guy I was talking to in the sauna this morning and he said, you know, he's new to this. He was talking through his workout and he's like, yeah, the hardest thing is I'm now I'm finding if I stay away from some of my friends during the week, then I'm not drinking and I'm not eating mm -hmm. junk food mm -hmm. and stuff like that. He says, so I, I do that on the weekends and now I'm getting, so now I don't, I don't want to do it on the weekends anymore. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, he wasn't like, you know, Mr. Bodybuilder, which mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, but this it's it, it, like you said, Sarah, it's, it's more about changing their life. So they feel better about right. themselves, not so that I can get into a size 32 gene, you know, I mean, that's, exactly. I think that's what people get hooked on. It's like, well, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to do that. Well, Mandy's no. a perfect example. She looks awesome. But she, I never believed when I saw that picture of her, I was like, you lost an entire person. I right, mean, it's amazing. Body. It's crazy. Well, you know, it's about being able to show up and do things like get on the floor and play with your grandkids or, or walk up those steps or not be limited by something that's holding you back. You know, we don't, I don't know. It's, it's really life changing. And that's, I think the best part of this job and my job as a trainer is seeing those lives be changed. Yes, Melissa, we have a sauna. <laughs> and we have a, and we have a, a we have hot tubs in the locker room, and we have a hot tub outside. Yes, we have a women <laughs> and a men's sauna, so you can get buck naked and go in your own sauna, and you don't have to. <laughs> you know, and anybody who's watching the show, like I'd love for you to come in and mention it and have a free week on us. Really experience everything that we're offering. Um, uh, you know, the biggest thing is consistency. So get in here, try something out and then just be consistent, whatever that looks like for you, whether it's parking your car a little bit farther away or mm -hmm. to eliminate one thing that's maybe not serving your needs or your goals, um, not making drastic changes, but just consistent single steps at a time. Yep. Yeah, well said. I love that. And I love that you're featuring some of the people there. And also, if you guys missed what Sarah just said, go in and check it out. It's such a wonderful club. They have so many options for everybody of every interest, and they'll let you try it for a week. So why not? Absolutely. We'd love to have you. And I know Sarah's getting ready to teach class. So we'll let you go soon, Sarah. Right. Is there anything else to add about what's coming up or um, no, I mean, next week we're going to feature a few more things that are happening here in the club. But next month, that first Tuesday, or where are we at? middle of the month, we're going to have uh, Mandy on and we'll, you guys can dive in and talk to her and really get her experience rather than just my side of it. Yeah. That'd be wonderful to hear her awesome. story. Thanks Good so much. Sarah. Guys. 
Yeah. And you guys, if you have, if you know of anyone that you want to nominate, you know, um, who's over there at one of the clubs there, they have four different locations. They've got, um, a lot, a lot of stuff going on there. So let us know. And like Sarah said, if you want to go in and check it out and this time of year, you would think that it gets really busy. Sometimes it does at the new year, but sometimes you'd be surprised. It's actually not too bad. And plus it's such a big club. There's plenty of room for everybody. Um, and speaking of health and transformations and things right now, you know, the holiday season, there's a lot of stress involved. Um, especially, um, those of us with kids or trying to plan everything. It, it's kind of a season of anxiety instead of happiness sometimes. And it doesn't, of course, help with the weather if it starts to rain. And I know this seems like kind of a, a, a time where you should be enjoying every minute with your families. And that's just not the case. And what we tend to do sometimes is get into those unhealthy habits while we're so stressed. And it's not always our fault. We're in a rush. We try to grab and go, whatever that the case may be. Um, and it's not just adults. It also impacts our kids. Kids can feel our stress, but then also kids have anxiety this time of year as well. And we want this to be a fun time for them. So some of the tips that I found are just keeping those routines um, in place, even during the times that get kind of crazy, um, the sketch sleep schedules, meals, um, keeping that regular exercise, doing even if it's just some some taking a breath, taking a, a walk outside, getting some sunshine, like today was a great day to get sunshine. Um, and then the biggest thing, and Rick, you're great about this, and especially you guys, if you watch um, Bill, laughter. Laughter is such a cure that you don't even really think of just something as simple as, as laughing can really help this time of year. And I'm going to put a link on our page that um, actually has some tips that is a really great site. It's called SciComm and it's, it's, it sounds really weird. They have a lot of tips for not just stress relief, but anything health related. And I love this site. So I'm going to put a link on there that you guys can all look at as well has um, offer some tips with the holiday and other times. And yeah, that's right, Matt the best medicine. And speaking of um, laughter and fun and kids. Okay. So Rick, we talked about last week. So on Thursdays, I do upcoming events um, for what's happening in Lane County. And last week we had the Springfield parade and all sorts of things over the weekend. And so I actually ended up taking the kids to an entrepreneur show um, at uh, downtown and, and at Fifth Street. And it's at Mindworks Eugene. And they had it this year again. The kids were back in action. It was so cute to see them set up tables and sell these things that they have actually created created. Um, there were crafts, you know, some kids did earrings or just little crafty things. And then one girl there, she kind of stole the show. <laughs> I hope she's okay with me talking about her. But my son was so impressed because she had these card tricks and she's been really studying card tricks and getting really good at these magic tricks. So she wrote these little, she put together these little pamphlets for kids who can, um, she talks about like doing tricks that are just for small hands. And my son was super impressed. And the the best part about it is that he came home, got out the cards, and he started practicing what she what she shared. And so it was just a fun way for us to all get involved because we're kind of learning the tricks together. You can see her right there with her sister. They both have a little booth there. And um, it's just so fun. I mean, it takes a stack of cards and it takes some, you know, studying because he, he's got to look into those little tricks. And I'm telling you, Rick, it was such a fun time. And also just get, got them thinking about, oh, I want to, maybe I should do a booth. I mean, they're eight years old, you know, think of something. Well, it was you know, and, and Aloma and the people that um, here at Eugene Mindworks, when she puts that on, um, I was there last year. Right. And those kids, it's, they're serious about it. This isn't oh. like a joke. It's not like, oh, the kids made a little candy and they're handing it out. I mean, they're, no. they're, they're figuring out how much money they need to make off of that. And I wish my parents would have done something like that. It was right? really hard to go from getting someone signing your check to owning your own business. So, oh my gosh, these are, I mean, they are really entrepreneurs. This girl studies her stuff and she got, she reeled us in with her. She's like, do you want to see a magic trick? So she stole the show, but the others had great booths as well. And it's such a great, I'm so that, glad that we went to that event. It was so fun. 
Well, that's awesome. Hey, Kim, thank you for uh, putting the work in and doing your stuff and telling us how to live a healthier life and Elements Health right. Clubs. Um, yep. Thank them so as fun. well. All right. See you later. <laughs> All right. So Elements Health Clubs, three locations, West Eugene, uh, Springfield over off of Gateway, um, kind of in that area off Harlow. And then their other is the Oakway uh, location. So go in. Sarah says you can get a week for free. If you just come in and try it at any one of the gyms, just tell them that's what you saw it on the Get Real with Rick Dancer show and they'll get you in there. Um, so tonight, what I also wanted to show you is Elements and Brian and everybody that the, at the gym, they're really into uh, these travel things that Kathy and I do or it had done. And we're going to be doing more of them once we get into Montana. But uh, a couple of years ago, we got to go to the Crane Crystal, Crystal Crane Hot Springs. And I'll tell you, it's if you're looking for something to do over the holidays, I bet you can't get in now. But even after the holidays in the winter, um, this is the coolest place. And it's very, very neat. And um, I want you to take a look and then we'll come back with a few uh, closing thoughts here. But check out the Crystal Crane Hot Springs over near Burns, Oregon. Hey, Craiger. I'm Dan and Denise's daughter. My family has owned the Hot Springs for 21 years. So tell me about this place. How many acres, that kind of stuff? Just a little. It's 400 acres. So the Hot Springs itself has been here forever. Um, rumor has it that the Indians actually traveled through here and this was a major stopping point for them. And so they'd stop and wash their clothes and use it for cooking. They skinned pigs here uh, from the hot water because the water was that hot back in the day. Um, now we keep the water a consistent 100 degrees um, and then wintertime we'll bump it up to 101, 102. So we have three entry points. Hot water comes in at anywhere between 135 and 165. And we have many different wells on the property. Uh, we actually don't have cold water on our property, so we have to take the hot water and turn it into cold water, which is why we have the big tower behind me, which sprays the water into the air and cools it back down. And that's how we create our cold water. How many rooms, beds, teepees, all that kind of stuff? We have 21 lodging units. Uh, we've got three teepees, uh, a sheep herder's wagon, two larger units for families or friends. We have five suites, and then we have our basic rooms, which are pet friendly. So we've got... 30 camping sites and about 10 RV sites. So they bought it in 1997. It was 10 when we moved here on Christmas day, in fact. What do you love about this place? Everything. It is so peaceful out here. Um, I grew up here, so I have uh, a special connection to the place. <clears throat> this has always been my happy place. I learned to swim in this pond. I was actually baptized in this pond. It's just, it's a really special place. When you come out here, it's the middle of the night. You can look up, you stargaze. There's nothing more peaceful than swimming in the pond. I feel very lucky and fortunate, not only to be able to work here, uh, but to live here and have a family connection here. It's, it's beautiful. I mean, you can look at it and see how gorgeous it is. And you said you got to sit in the, in the pond this morning when the sun's rising and the birds are waking up and they're chirping. It's, it's amazing. So a 33 year old woman in Burns, Oregon, in Eastern <laughs> Oregon, what draws people to this place to stay here? What, what is it that urban Oregon doesn't understand? What kind of give me that? I would say the fact that we're so quiet out here. You don't know what quiet is until you come to Oregon, uh, especially Southeast Oregon. You don't know how much light pollution you have in the city until you come out to this area and you look up and you see the amount of stars that you never knew even existed. Have you ever moved to urban Oregon? No. <laughs>
And I'll tell you what, it's so cool because that pond is man-made. And so what they did is it's, it's, you know, it gets, you can get up to about here sitting down, but it's all sandy bottom, like a sandy rock, really fine. So if you can sit out there, you don't walk in on rocks, like it's some of the, you know, more natural ones, but it's, but it feels natural. It's not like being in a swimming pool or something. And the rooms are awesome. And it's not very far from Burns. You can go in. We went in and got a pizza, brought it back out and had pizza in our room. And then we went out and sat there at night and we got up first thing in the morning and watched the sun come up. Um, over the hills sitting in that hot water. God, it was so excellent. So um, a lot of people have been coming on and texting me and asking, um, Rick, you know, the governor's talking about putting these mandates, making them permanent. Um, they're talking about um, uh, masks being permanent, uh, vaccine passports. Um, you know, people are just fed up. And, uh, and and they don't know what to do. And it's starting to get overwhelming for people. And I was listening, well, it's in the video I'm gonna show you. This morning I was out running and I was thinking about you and us as Oregonians and thinking, you know, I think it's time um, we just start standing up for who we are and what we believe. And people won't agree with us and that's fine. Um, they don't have to agree with us, but we have been doing this for a long time and listening. And um, and I think it's just time that the governors start listening to us. And I think it's time that our legislators start hearing what we're saying, not just what's going on in their head. So I'm going to run this little video a little bit and then uh, we'll call it a day. and We'll be back tomorrow night. And tomorrow night, Matt's going to be here from New Leaf. We're starting a new segment out of Charleston, Oregon with Rob down the, at the boat basin. Uh, he's going to be talking about crabbing tomorrow and other kinds of fishing. Matt's going to be talking about uh, you know, the gift of health for Christmas and um, Mercury Metal. Um, one of our new sponsors is going to be uh, sending us some video and we're going to show you another one of the projects that they're working on. And then next week they're going to come on and kind of tell you more about what they're doing. So uh, we leave you tonight with uh, this little bit of my thoughts. Mailing me and messaging me, asking about mask mandates and vaccine mandates. And like, what do we do? And I wrote a lady back this morning. And I just said, you know, I honestly don't know. I think it's a personal thing. I think everybody has to figure out when they're done. And nobody can tell you. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, nobody can tell you what to do. <laughs> but we're kind of living in that tyranny, aren't we? Um, people can tell you what to do until you say no more. And I think that's the whole thing. It's, um, you know, when businesses start taking down the signs and people just start taking off the masks. And, um, I get a lot of emails from people who say, if you just get the vaccine and just get the mask, wear the mask all the time, we could get over this. You're fooling yourself. Um, I think the only way we're gonna get over this is when we decide we're over it. And like I said, that's a personal decision. But for me and my house, we're done.